everybody, welcome back. So we took a bit of a break from doing podcasts, but I'm back and we have a lot of content coming your way. So I think I have about three pages worth of content that we can uh, we can make for you guys. So a lot of these are going to be kind of story time like podcasts, just my life and, you know, some of the crap I've gotten up to, maybe some experiences that maybe you are thinking of doing, like, I don't know, getting a tattoo or getting a piercing or maybe we'll be talking a bit more about, like, mental health or school or business, but it's all just going to be here on this podcast, on the Pointless Podcast. So, anyway, I wanted to talk about my school exclusions. I wanted to come back on a funny kind of podcast. I wanted to say video then, but it's not. It's a podcast. You can't see me. So, yeah, I wanted to talk about, like, my exclusions from school because they're kind of funny rather than troublesome in my eyes but I thought it'd be a light-hearted topic to come back on and uh, we can do light-hearted and then more serious and then hit back on the light-hearted so anyway um, I went to secondary school which if there are any Americans listening is five years of our life from age 11 to 16 um so I think that's very much your high school life um I think you get to high school I don't know do you get to high school at a younger age or an older age but anyway yeah so from age 11 to 16 is secondary school and we have year seven year eight year nine year 10 and year 11 um now Year 7, Year 8, and Year 9, so the first three years I was at secondary school, I was definitely troublesome. I definitely got away with some stuff, but it was in my fourth year, I don't think I got excluded in my fifth year, it was very much in my fourth year that we hit a rather rebellious phase shall we say um my first year at my school you know I'd be late to some classes I'd miss homework you know the kind of general stuff that you try and push with when you are a youngster in a very big school um come the second year you know I knew which teachers when I had them I could push around I knew which teachers it was very much I swear if they could still hit me, they would. So, we definitely learn a thing or two from year 7 and year 8. And year 9, my third year, is the year that I definitely kind of came into myself and figured out that actually I could probably get away with quite a bit. And I think because obviously the past two years... The staff that had been dealing with my troublesome self 
had gotten to the point where they were sick and tired of my troublesome self, uh, I got to year nine and they pretty much gave up on me. Actually, they did. Um, and I remember this day quite clearly uh, because obviously we have heads of house. We have houses at junior school and secondary school. Um, I think it's a way to kind of make us a little more competitive. I know you guys out in America are 100% more competitive than we are. Um, but yeah, we're, we're always selected off into houses and each house has a head of house. And then obviously you have like your, your assistant head teachers, your deputy head teachers. And then obviously you've got that one horrible head teacher or principal. I don't know. Then obviously you probably have... Do you have like assistant principals or like deputy principals? But yeah, so you've always got like the scary, scary principal head teacher that you don't want to have to see. Then obviously in our terms, a deputy head teacher is like one below the head teacher or principal. So it's kind of like you're still in a lot of trouble if you're seeing them. And to see an assistant head teacher is kind of like, well, I don't mind. And obviously if you see your head teacher, it's it's the same as being told off by any other teacher. So, I remember this day because it was the first day I ever walked out of a lesson. It was the first time I'd ever decided, that was it, I can't do it, I'm leaving. I'm walking out, I picked up my bag, I packed up my shit. The teacher was like, no, just go step outside, you don't need to take your bag. And it was like, oh, I'm not coming back. Once I walk out that door, I am not coming back. And so I did. And one of our substitute teachers was actually walking down the hallway the second I walked out the door. So she tried to take me off towards my head of house. To which point I think she must have been busy dealing with another student. And I remember hearing the words, take her to the deputy head. I physically cannot deal with her anymore. I cannot deal with her. And it was at that point that any time I got in trouble, it went straight to the deputy head teacher. Now, my school had one head teacher, two deputy head teachers, and I think four assistant head teachers. So to be sent to a deputy head for every single thing I did um, probably would have scared most people, especially since the deputy I was sent to was overly tall, very, very, very tall man, very tall man, whereas the other deputy head was a short lady. So you'd sit in this leather chair and you'd have to look up at this man. And if he decided, he could raise his voice in such a way that literally made you want to curl up into a tiny ball and try and hide in a shell like a hermit crab. Luckily enough, I don't know why, but I never got to hear that voice. I never had that treatment from him. But I don't know whether that was my awkward way of ignoring them or what. Because my go-to once I was in trouble was the silent treatment. And a teacher could be having a full-blown conversation with me and I would just stay absolutely silent. I wouldn't say a word to them at all and I'd just wait for them to tell me that I could leave and then I'd leave. Or obviously I'd just sit there if they didn't say I could leave. 
And obviously he knew this the second I come round to his office. He knew exactly how I how I rolled. He knew the silent treatment was my thing. And obviously I sat down in that big leather chair and he was like, so what did you do? And obviously I didn't answer. And he kept asking. He was like, fine, you can sit here for the rest of the period. So I had to sit in his office in that chair, perched on the edge, unable to get comfy because if you moved a millimeter... That goddamn chair creaked, and I just had to sit there for the last half an hour, just not moving, not saying anything, and it was just like, oh, God's sake. But we did it, and that was the start of a little more troublesome me, to which point it got to my fourth year, year 10, and I was excluded three times from school. The first actually being... (laughs) Three weeks into the start of term. Three weeks into September, I was excluded from school. Now, it was a kind of pointless exclusion, or it was in my books, but I don't I don't question them. You know, it was their choice. Um, and obviously they say in year 10 and year 11, if you get excluded, that stays on your school record, which colleges will see. But I still got into college, so... Um, But yeah, my first exclusion was, obviously, because they always have to rule out under something. It always gets given a name. Uh, Mine was classed as defiance. I defied the deputy head teacher, which was actually the female one, not the male one. Um, All because they wanted me to have lunchtime isolation without reason. I'd got a note while I was sat up in English and it was like you have to go to pastoral which was kind of like a place where if you were late into school or if you got into trouble that's where like all the assistant oh not the assistant uh, the heads of houses were so I went down that break time and they're like yeah you have break and lunch isolation which means obviously you can't sit with your friends you have to sit outside pastoral not talk to anyone and spend like your whole free time there and I was like, um, why? But they didn't actually give me a reason. And I just remember my head of house turning around again. Yeah, so you got to come back at lunch. And it was like, I'm not fucking coming back to you. I'm not wasting my goddamn lunch. Sat on a bench for something you can't even tell me what I've done. So obviously it got to the point where lunchtime rolled around. And it was like, I'm not going to that. So... My head of house knew where me and my friends sat. We actually sat outside the office of the deputy head teacher. So both of them had offices relatively close to each other. Um, And we actually sat outside there because me and my friends would cause quite a bit of trouble um, at lunchtime. So she knew where to come. And obviously I saw her and she was like, you've got to come and sit outside. You've got lunchtime isolation. And I just turned around and said, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. So she she said, well, she'd get the, the, the deputy head teacher. And I was like, fine, go ahead, knock yourself out. Actually, no. She said she'd get the head teacher, and she came back with the deputy head. And I was like, yeah, okay, so that's the first thing you can't actually do. And so obviously every time she tried to speak to me, I just walked away. Me and my friends, we all just like picked up our bags and we just started wandering around the school. And then obviously she come back with the deputy head teacher and I did the same to her. I was like, I'm not wasting my lunch 
And obviously back now, I think that it's like, yeah, you probably could have just sat there for 35 minutes and texted your friends, but sure. But um, yeah, it got to the point where she caught up with me, sent my friends off, and she went on this whole little freaking talk about listening to her and she's going to give me one chance and I should go and sit outside her office. And um, I remember this very clearly because we were stood outside the music block and my friends had gone around the other side of the music block so I could see them through the classroom because all the blinds were open. So I stood facing my friends through the window and obviously the two teachers have their backs to them. So they're pulling faces at me, making me laugh. And I just remember her going, this is not a laughing matter. And I'm like, my friends are literally pulling faces. And obviously I don't know how the hell they timed it, but they timed it so goddamn well. Their teachers turned around, they ducked. And it was just like, how the fuck did you guys manage that? But obviously they came back up, I chuckled again and wandered back round because the teacher was like, right, so go on then, go sit outside my office. And I didn't. And they decided they wanted to exclude me for that. So that was the first exclusion of the year. I had, I think, a day off and then obviously had to come back in to be told that, you know, you can't do that, blah de blah right, come on back into school, go do your bollocks or whatever. And it was like, fine, cool, whatever. Um... And everything kind of went back to normal for a little while. And then I don't know what it was, but I got excluded for abusive language, which was swearing. Um, I can't actually remember why this teacher was following us. And it was actually a member of the pastoral staff. Nobody actually liked her or... She was one of those teachers that if you were in a good mood, you could kind of get on with her. But it was very much, she's the kind of suck-up member of staff, really. Kind of two-faced and you just be, yeah. You kind of get the picture. She's, she's just one of those people that either you gel with or you don't. And I think a lot of students didn't. And then she was following me and my friends around and she at lunchtime and she managed to corner myself and one of my other friends. And I think I was just having a bad day. I don't know why she was following us. I was just having a bad day and I just kept saying, go away. And you know when you get to the point, you're just like, go away, go away, go away, go away. And it got to the point where I was just saying, go away, that it wasn't working. And I just said, fuck off. And the thing is, she did, but I couldn't physically believe I'd said that like I turned to my friend after I'd said it and I was just like did I actually just say that because it's like I knew I'd fucked up but at the same time it was like I can't I can't believe I've said it and there's no way I'm going to be able to explain this to the teacher because it's like she's gone and the next thing you know the school bell rings I'm walking off to class there she is speaking to the damn head teacher who had it in for me because I wouldn't leave my group of friends. And it was like, I knew in an instant, it was like, this is going to be bad. And that was it. She was like, Jade, get up to my office. And it was like, right, I'm screwed. So off upstairs I went, and she was like, right, sit here and wait for me to come and talk to you. And it's like, fine. 
obviously at this point my head is in my hands I'm like I have messed up I have messed up and um she come out and she was like you cannot swear at members of staff blah blah and it was like I didn't mean to swear at the member of staff I was telling her to go away and she wouldn't and it slipped and she's like but it's not acceptable and then obviously the deputy head that I'd normally see he come round and obviously he was really nice he was trying to help but he was like you can't swear at teachers and it was like I didn't mean to it just slipped out I'm having a bad day and um she was like, well, will you apologise? And I thought, if I say no, I'm going to make it worse. So I was like, yes, I'll apologise. So we went down and I was like, look, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to say it. It slipped out. I'm just having a bad day. You weren't listening. And and I didn't mean to say it. And she was like, I, I completely understand that. But you actually scared me quite a bit. You came off quite aggressive. And I, it, a part of me just couldn't believe it it was like I came off quite aggressive I told you to fuck off that's it like you weren't listening I think I probably said go away 12 odd times before I said fuck off and I was like well I am really sorry I I really didn't mean to it just slipped out and she's like well I accept your apology and it was like thank you and obviously I wondered, you know, my head teacher took me back off. And she was like, well, you're going to be excluded. And it was like, oh, for fuck's sake, really? I did, obviously, I didn't say that. But in my mind, I'm thinking, really? I've just apologised. And you're still going to exclude me. And at that point, it was like, I shouldn't have fucking said sorry. But it was like, fine, okay, whatever. Give me the slip. I'll tell my mum. I won't come in. Yeah, bye, whatever. So obviously, I had my day off. And that's come in the next day. And have a little meeting. And be told, you know, whatever. And, um, yeah, we carried on. And then my third and final exclusion of year 10 was, um, again, technically abusive language, but I feel this exclusion was undeserved and unjust. And I don't know how many times I have told this story and how many times it's like I don't believe I should have been excluded for what happened but I was so I was in English class and I was in the bottom English class because our schools in the UK we have obviously I think maybe three or four classes to like each year group and also they actually rate them in like how good you are so obviously if you're in like group d you're not so smart and if you're in group a yeah you're most likely gonna get an a so obviously i was in the bottom group i i never really applied myself in school i mean i was good at english but i just didn't apply myself so i was in the group with all the other troublemakers and um we had actually caused so much issue with the english department that nobody actually wanted to teach us this this was the last teacher that was somewhat willing to deal with us um i was in her class and i must have annoyed her or something because she was like right just just get out and it was like fine whatever i'm out and um 
we're in a temporary hut, so there's two classrooms to a temporary hut. And in the other classroom was another English teacher. Now, this other English teacher actually had it out for me, and that's a whole other story. But we'll just settle it there. She had an issue with me. So I was sent out, and there was another girl that had been sent out of the classroom. So I stood there chatting, as you would. And it was like, so why have you been sent? And she told me. I was like, yeah, well, I've been sent out for this. And, um... We're talking away, talking away, and obviously the classroom door opens, and I just say the word bitch, and then that's it, you know, the girl goes in and whatnot. Um, I wander off, I I go for a little wander around the school, I'd normally do that if I got sent out of a classroom, it's like, well, who's going to stop me? Everybody kind of knows what I'm like when it comes to being in class and being out of class. So... Wandered around the school, then come back, and she was like, yeah, come on, come in, you know, collect your shit, do your thing. And I thought nothing of saying the word bitch and whatnot, and it wasn't until after my photography lesson, I was coming down, I think I was coming down to do maybe my last lesson of the day, which I think was BTEC Sport, and my head of house came out, and she was like, Jade, um, we need to talk, and it was like, right, what the fuck have I done now? And she's like, did you call this teacher a bitch? I was like, no. So I made up the story of... Because I knew one of the girls in the classroom. And I said, no, I was just calling her a bitch. Unfortunately, she didn't quite clock on. Yes, go with the lie. So obviously the teachers come back and gone, yeah, well, she said something completely different. And it was like, you fucking cow. So in the end, I actually got excluded for supposedly calling a teacher a bitch when in fact I said bitch outside of the classroom. And it was just like, we see who we believe at this goddamn school. And I've argued it quite some time. I've, I've argued about, I even, I think I even argued with them at the time when they were trying to give me the exclusion, it was like, well, no, like, can you prove that I was calling that person a bitch, did she see my face when I said it, I didn't walk into her classroom, point to her and go, bitch, I said, bitch, outside of her classroom, at the same time, I said, bitch, outside of the classroom of my English teacher, so I could have been calling her a bitch for all they know, but it's like, they wouldn't believe me and instead I got excluded for saying the word bitch to no one but obviously I did my day I came back and that was that and I think for the rest of year 10 I don't know how much time I had left in year 10 after that exclusion but I somehow managed to get through the rest of it without any more exclusions but yeah, so those are my three exclusions, which, you think about it, I mean, there's no fights, I didn't, like, beat somebody up, or punch somebody in the face, or bully anybody, but I got excluded for walking away from a teacher, telling a teacher to fuck off, which, fair play, I completely understand that one, and for saying the word bitch outside of a classroom, you know, you got to give my school its credit. They definitely know how to fuck up when they want to. And I think a couple of them were a fuck up. But anyway, hopefully you have enjoyed this little story. And um, 
you find it as amusing as I do now. I think I probably even found it amusing back then. But, um, yes, that's my little light-hearted story of my three exclusions from school in year 10. And, of course, if you have any fun little stories like that, please do drop us a comment or leave a little review with what you've got up to because I would love to read what you guys have all gotten up to in your school days. Anyway, thank you ever so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the first episode back. If you have, I don't know, can you like podcasts? If you can like podcasts, give it a like. Obviously, if you didn't like it and you can give it a dislike, do that because it tells me that you don't want to hear about this kind of crap. But anyway, thank you for listening. If you have managed to get all the way to the end, you are a trooper, a true fan, and I do genuinely love your support. Anyway, I will catch you in the next episode. Bye-bye.